Good morning, Rabotai. Our parasha begins with you, Hayesara, Meashana, Vestim Shana, Vesheva Shanim, Shne Hayesara. Sarah lives 127 years and she dies in Kiryat Arabahi Hebron. She dies in Hebron. Vayavo Avraham, Lispod, Lisarav, Lipkota. What does it mean, Vayavo Avraham? What do you mean, Vayavo Avraham? Where is he coming from? So the secret to this, Lispod, Lisarav, Lipkota, to um, eulogize Sarah and to cry for her. Uh, Rashi says, what does it mean? What is this, all this going on over here? Vinismecha mitat Sarah la'akidat Yitzchak. We juxtaposed the death of Sarah to the story of the Akedat Yitzchak. Because the fact that we heard about the Akedah, Sarah heard about the Akedah. And he came so close to almost uh, dying. Her soul departed her body, and she passed away. I'd like to point out one thing we actually mentioned on Shabbat. That one of the ways that we learn in Torah is not necessarily by the words itself of Torah, but rather by the structure of Torah. So we didn't add any words in order to teach you the lesson that this is how Sarah died. All we did was we put it next to it. The fact that it was put next to it, the proximity, the closeness, that is enough to teach us something. And I think that there's a beauty in this idea as well. That sometimes we learn not by anything other than closeness. In fact... In Pirkei Avot, we talk about the value of Shachen Tov, about having a good neighbor. We also talk about the idea of having your house be a Bet Va'ad L'Chachamim, where wise people gather in your house. Why? Because you could learn just from closeness. If someone happens to be there, even if they didn't teach you anything, the fact that they're close to you teaches you. What's even more interesting is that we learn at the end of the parasha, after these things, um, we learn that Avraham decided to go get a wife for his son Yitzchak based on the Akedah. So in both cases, we're learning from the fact that something is next to something else, a lesson. However, I just want to speak about what this is that we learned. What is it that we learned specifically from the closeness of this? The fact that the news of the Akedah is what killed Sarah. The Midrash explains that the Satan, when he comes to God, in the beginning of Abraham's legacy, his journey, the Satan says to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he says to God in heaven, Abraham is great, well done. But maybe the reason why he's great is because he's going he's to be on easy street. What if I test him? And God says, okay, let's test Abraham Avinu. Let's see if this is the man who I'm going to throw all of my weight behind in this world to call his children the chosen people, to give them the opportunity to be God's emissaries and flag bearers in this world. And what happens? The Satan tests Abraham again and again and again. And even when he gives him the ultimate challenge, the Akedah, Abraham passes. The Satan says, I have one more trick in my arsenal. And what is that? The trick of regret. I want to see if I ask, if, if Sarah dies because of the Akedah, is Abraham going to come back and say, Uff, I can't believe it. I did a mitzvah and look what it did for me. Look what it did for me. Could you imagine? Isn't that powerful? Because why? The Satan understood that if Abraham would have expressed any regret, if he would have said, you know what, I can't believe it. This is what I get for doing the mitzvah. Zu Torah, vizu sechara. Is this the Torah and is this its merit? person could lose the reward for doing the mitzvah, which is an unbelievable thing. Um, there was a wealthy man that I was very close with, and he lost all of his money, and he was a very big Baal Tzedakah. And his son came to me, and his son was very emotional. 
And he said to me, Rabbi, I don't understand. My father's done all the tzedakah in the world. He's helped everyone and now he has nothing left for himself. Why is God doing this? And I said to him, I don't know why God's doing this. I know there's a lot of, lot of people out there that they like to play God. Every time something happens, there's someone who's a self-proclaimed prophet that will stand up and say, the reason why these people died is because someone wasn't, wasn't wearing a shaitl. <laughs> so the reason why some people died is because they were doing this or they were doing that. Has shalom that anyone should ever attempt to play God. Leave those hejbonot, hanistarot lamunai elokeinu. It's up to us to try and fix what we can do. But when something happens, you know, it's not our job to go and point fingers and to try and work out what Hashem's hejbonot are. We just work on bettering ourselves. Better minnan to go and speak about someone after they pass. Rabotai, listen to this and this is powerful. I said to him, I have no idea. I have no idea. But even though we're not allowed to say the reason for something, we sometimes are allowed to find meaning, to find within the tragedy or within something to be able to understand not the reason, but a meaning or a purpose and to take something from it. So I said to him, your father has passed every test with flying colors. You know, when he was wealthy, he gave money like you can't believe to every tzedakah and no one walked away from him empty-handed. Now HaKadosh Baruch Hu is allowing the Satan to have one final test. Just like Avraham Avinu. The Satan knows he has nothing on your dad. There's only one last thing that he could do is not make him regret the money that he gave. To think to himself, you know, what if I held back an extra million or two? What if I put it this way? What if I invested it that way? Now that's not a logical thought. He had plenty of other money that he wasn't giving to Tzedakah. And the same way he lost a hundred million, you know, he would have lost, if he would have had another 20, he would have lost 120 million. When he went bankrupt, he lost everything. So to think, oh, if I wouldn't have given it to Tzedakah, the thought is a fallacy. But the Yetzirah is trying to steal the mitzvah from you for nothing. And the crazy thing is that for this illogical thought, I could lose that mitzvah. It's so important. After we've climbed the mountain, after we've planted the flag on the top of Mount Everest, not to lose the mitzvah, uh, with, uh, with this uh, little s- simple thoughts of, of regret. And that's what he was trying to get from, uh, from uh, Sarah Imenu. And I think as well, if you look in the Pasuk that we ended, it says, Avraham. Avraham came from the Akedah, Lispod Sarah, to give the eulogies for, for Sarah, Vilipkota. But in the word of Lipkota, the Chaf is small. Because there was a smaller measure of crying in Abraham's mourning. Abraham didn't mourn excessively because to mourn excessively would have indicated that there was an element of regret in the fact that he did this mitzvah. Rabotai, we should be zocheh. Be'ezrat Hashem, like the Beracha says in, in, in Chazal. If a person learns Torah and gives me'oni sofolit kayem be'osher, in the end he'll uh, fulfill it out of, uh, out, of, out of wealth. And Be'ezrat Hashem, in every single instance that we are tested and we emerge victorious, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should pay us back a thousandfold. But in scenarios where we wonder afterwards if it was worth doing the mitzvah, you should always remember it is always worth doing the mitzvah. And the efforts that we put in are investments that will be there for us eternally. L'chayeh ha'olam ha'ba. Rabbi Hanyam and HaKashah Omer. Atzah HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Yisrael, 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 Yis